Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. On today's episode, we're going to dive into the latest box office news and headlines from around the industry. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Rough Greens. Hey there, fellow dog lovers. I have to tell you about this incredible change I've seen in my own gold retriever, Loki. Thanks to Rough Greens, here's the deal. Loki was showing a bit of a slump, and his usual enthusiasm at mealtime seemed to fade away. Then we stumbled upon Rough Greens. It's like a nutrient-packed party right in his food bowl. And Loki can't get enough of it. His energy? Through the roof. His coat? Shiny like never before. And that's the magic of the natural goodies and Rough Greens supplementing his regular food. So if you want your furry friend to experience the same jump in health as Loki, give Rough Greens a go. You can find the link in our description. Without further ado, let's dive right into today's topics. After another disastrous box office update, The Flash has broken the most unwanted DCEU record, as well as potentially taking a painful comic book movie record in the process. Having debuted with a $55 million domestic haul against higher projections and much higher hopes, The Flash is being called a legitimate box office flop, adding a sour note to the end of the DCEU. Why The Flash flops so badly is a matter for debate, but its reality Warner Brothers are now staring at. DCEU traditionally doesn't have a strong second weekend box office record, with an average drop of 59.4% on weekend one which is dragged down somewhat by the performances of Wonder Woman and Aquaman as the highest performances in Weekend 2. The nature of box office reporting, of course, highlights exactly how important early performance is, and it's only very rarely that movies actually pick up in performance over the second weekend. That said, DCEU's box office drops still don't make for comfortable viewing in broad terms, and the fact that The Flash is tracking so poorly is another negative strike. According to Variety, The Flash's box office dropped by a huge 73%, eclipsing every other DCEU movie release so far. The overall picture makes the drop even more unfortunate. The Flash failed notably against Black Adam's first weekend and will struggle to 
get recoup enough of its combined production and marketing budgets to not be counted as a major financial loser. Other dramatic drops around the 70% mark, like Batman vs. Superman and Suicide Squad, at least commanded more than $160 million in their debuts. Like Shazam! Fury of the Gods, The Flash started low and dropped far. On top of that, according to Box Office Mojo's figures, a 73% drop puts The Flash behind only Morbius as the highest box office drop for any comic book movie that debuted at number one. And even that topped the chart for a second weekend running, which The Flash will not. Morbius's 73.8 record was also perilously close to being toppled, which is a narrative in itself. The Flash is now also a DCEU record holder for drops by number one debuting movies. In the wider history of comic book movies, only Steel has a higher drop at 78%, but that released to just $870,000 in 97. The story of why The Flash did so poorly at the box office in its second weekend in the same, is the same as why it debuted so low, word of mouth. Ezra Miller's off-screen controversy? Miss Place faith in nostalgic cameos that didn't land with key younger demographics and unspectacular reviews all played their part. It's still arguably the decision to announce the DCU reboot before The Flash's release that caused the biggest problems, though because it robbed The Flash of any relevance. Add in superhero fatigue and multiverse ambivalence, and it's an undesirable perfect storm. At a time in its release when word of mouth is key, the Flash conversations have been refocused on specifics and distractions, and the fact that it's not a terrible movie almost doesn't matter. Let us know your thoughts on what you thought about The Flash in the comments section below. Why do you think it failed and flopped so badly? Let us know. And of course, give us a thumbs up if you like our videos, subscribe to the channel, and hit that bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And now, on to our next topic. Carrie Fisher's final movie confirms a summer release date after a seven-year delay. Carrie Fisher's final movie is set to arrive in just a couple of weeks. The screen legend and Star Wars icon passed away in 2016, not long after wrapping a fantasy film called Wonderwell. Because of budget strains and various visual effects hurdles, it sat on the shelf for seven years, but it's finally complete and ready to be seen by the public. That means fans of Fisher will finally get the chance to see her very last performance. According to Deadline, the rights to Wonderwell were acquired by Vertical, and the distributor has struck a deal with AMC for a limited theatrical run in the United States. The film will open in select AMC theaters on June 23rd, followed by a debut on digital on-demand platforms. Wonderwell is Vlad Marsvin's directorial debut. who said, quote, Carrie was full of energy during filming and even celebrated her 60th birthday with us in Italy, where we shot the movie. After a night shoot, which went on until 2 a.m., she invited the whole team to celebrate with her, and the party ended up being shut down by the police because it was deemed a little too loud. Her passing was very emotional for the whole team. Working alongside Carrie Fisher was one of the experiences that you never forget, said co-star Rita Ora. Continuing, I can't wait for the world to see this intriguing and magical world of Wonderwell. In Wonderwell, Fisher plays a mysterious woman in the woods named Hazel, who, show, who shows a young girl the potential future that awaits her and her family. 
Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on all major podcast platforms, including Good Pods. Check us out today on your favorite podcast platform. And on to our next topic. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Report alleges serious production troubles with one producer. A new report claims that there was some serious behind-the-scenes trouble involving the production of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. The sequel, 2018 Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, has already crossed $500 million at the box office, with fans eagerly anticipating its follow-up, Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse. Much of Across the Spider-Verse's success can be attributed to its stellar art style and the visual effects teams and artists that brought Miles Morales, Gwen Stacy, and Spider-Man 2099 to life. But even with the film garnering rave reviews, there are rumblings of excessive edits that came from one of its producers. Vulture spoke to numerous Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse crew members about the working conditions behind the scenes. They stated that producer Phil Lord requested constant edits throughout the production process, leading to artists having to work overtime and long days and nights to rush and get Spider-Man across the spider When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Verse finished before its release date. Much of the complaints came from Lord's alleged inability to fully conceptualize 3D animation in the early stages, leading to finished artwork having to be redone from scratch. Those that spoke to Vulture also added that fellow producer Chris Miller was absent for much of the production. Even with the claims of Phil Lord's management style delaying Spider-Man across in Spider-Verse, Sony Pictures states Lord isn't to blame for production notes. Sony Pictures ImageWorks Executive Vice President and GM Michelle Grady states Lord is only the messenger for editorial changes that come from himself and the various directors and executive producers of Across the Spider-Verse. Four crew members on Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse spoke on the condition of anonymity to Vulture regarding the chaos that took place behind the scenes. With one saying, quote, it's common for executives on a production to have a big say, but usually they're not as heavily involved as Phil was. As producer, Phil overrides all the directors. They are obviously in charge of directing, but if Phil has a note that contradicts their note, his notes take precedence. They have to do what Phil says, so there were constant changes and cuts, with Phil Lord noting, with Phil Lord, nothing is ever final or approved. Nothing was really set in stone. Nothing was ever done. Everything was just endlessly moving beneath our feet because they wanted it to be the best that it could be. Another stated, something like 90% of the shots in the trailer are not in the movie. We re-engineered or reanimated, had different characters doing the same thing. It was purely a sequence of cool ideas that made us 
They made us slap together while they rested. We were idle, that's what they called it. And that was probably the biggest demotivator for a lot of people. Some of them some of them had been flown over to Vancouver, got an apartment to work on this movie, and then sat on their hands for maybe less for maybe three months or so. The worst thing you can do to an art- artist is hire them and then tell them to do nothing. These people were like, how do you expect us to make this huge movie in less and less time? Each week that went by, Idol meant that later on it went that later on it was going to be more insane. An avalanche of work is waiting. Now on to our next topic. The question many people have Will Oppenheimer break Christopher Nolan's box office record? It has an uphill battle if it aims to break the one billion worldwide. Director Christopher Nolan is no stranger to box office blockbusters, with movies such as The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises under his belt. He knows how to bring in one billion worldwide. His latest film, Oppenheimer, is a biopic about the famed creator of the atomic bomb, J. Robert Oppenheimer, starring Killian Murphy, alongside many other A-list actors. The film has already managed to garner a lot of buzz prior to its release, which leads audiences to wonder, if this newest venture will break Nolan's box office record set by his previous movies. Although Oppenheimer was specifically filmed for IMAX screens, which require a premium ticket, the film has heavy competition during its opening weekend and is the first R-rated film for Nolan in more than 20 years, which could hinder its draw at the box office. Furthermore, if, for, if early screenings of the film describe it as a horror film are any indication, it's highly unlikely Oppenheimer will break Nolan's box office record. While it's all but certain the film will be both critically and commercially acclaimed, it doesn't appear to be a frontrunner for grossing $1 billion around the world. Unlike most films, Oppenheimer was specifically made for the grandeur of the IMAX screen, and as such, premium IMAX tickets could easily boost box office numbers, given how pricey they are compared to a regular theater experience. Nolan has been hyping the film's grandiosity and has expressed on numerous occasions that the film is meant to be seen on the biggest possible screen, given the nature of Oppenheimer's approach to its storytelling. If moviegoers literally buy into the hype and see the film in IMAX, then the numbers at the box office could see a much-needed boost throughout the film's theatrical showings, which could aid in possible box office records for Nolan. However, only 30 Theaters across the country will be showing Oppenheimer on the grandest scale possible, seeing as IMAX locations are fairly limited throughout the U.S. Nonetheless, focusing on the vastness of the film and urging audiences to see it in theaters for the ultimate viewing experience could benefit Nolan at the box office. Oppenheimer will hit theaters the same weekend as Greta Gerwig's Barbie, which means the film has stiff competition if it wants to be number one at the box office let alone break any records for a Nolan film. Barbie is one of the main, many, or most, I should say, anticipated movies of the year, and given its broader appeal to audiences, it could easily cast a shadow over Oppenheimer. While such a shadow doesn't necessarily mean the movie wouldn't be able to break the box office record for Nolan, it would indicate a steep uphill battle. If the film is unable to come out on top during its initial weekend release, then it's impossible to assume it would be able to gross $1 billion at the box office globally. However, it is worth noting that Oppenheimer might hold well in the following weeks due to the limited number of IMAX screens 
Audiences may wait to see the film in IMAX in either the film's second or even third week, making sure they are seeing it in the desired format. This means Oppenheimer might not have as big of an opening weekend, but can hold strong the following weekends. Previous Nolan films, including The Dark Knight, Inception, and Dunkirk, all took advantage of the third week of July and played well into August, meaning the same could be true for Oppenheimer. Most of the Nolan's films have managed to score a PG-13 rating, which meant they were accessible to a wider viewing audience. Ergo, the films had the ability to make more money, given their broader appeal. However, like his 2002 film Insomnia, Oppenheimer has an R rating, which will ultimately restrict who will be able to see the movie in theaters, meaning box office numbers could take a hit. While it's possible for an R-rated movie to gross $1 billion worldwide, Todd Phillips' 2019 dark drama Joker is the only R-rated film ever to achieve such a milestone. However, given the early hype surrounding Oppenheimer and the buzz it seems to continue to garner leading up to its release, the movie could easily become the second R-rated film to gross $1 billion around the world. The question, is it a horror movie? Early viewers of Oppenheimer have described the film as a horror movie, given the nature of the events surrounding the film. As such, it's likely that some viewers will forego the movie altogether, or wait until it's available to stream at home. Nolan himself has described the movie as something akin to a horror movie, and agrees that many viewers will be devastated after watching the film. Unfortunately, such characterizations of the film could turn away certain moviegoers who might find the subject matter too graphic in nature to see on the big screen. While it's all but certain Oppenheimer will be a box office success, its attempt to break box office records for Nolan is nothing short of an uphill battle. Although it's completely within the realm of possibility, it's not possible to think the film could accomplish such a feat. What will be more interesting to see is how Oppenheimer fares against other films released this summer. Particularly films like Fast X, Elemental, and The Flash underperformed at the box office. But let us know your thoughts in the comments section below. How do you think Oppenheimer will do at the box office? And what are your thoughts on this movie? Do you plan to go see it in theaters, or are you going to wait until it hits streaming? As always, if you want to support the channel, head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold, and you can support the channel and help us grow, help us bring in new hosts, be able to pay them, and hopefully take this show on the road. As always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.